uh, you know, I've been thinking about my mom and dad and uh, miss them so much. I'd like to spend some time with them, and I'll have eternity to spend with them. Amen. Aren't you glad for that? Yes, Aren't you glad there's really a heaven? There really is. And, and uh, so tonight, though, I'm going to bring you a message. And the title of my message is made especially for Baptist folks. It's entitled this, Are You Hungry? Are You Hungry? And so, without saying any more, let's give the invitation and go home, all right? But uh, turn your Bibles to John chapter number 6 this evening. John chapter number 6 and verse number 28. This morning we did preach about that Jesus is that great light, and he sure is, isn't he? And uh, tonight, though, are you hungry? And uh, you'll see it in the Word of God here this evening. John chapter number 6, verse number 28, where we'll begin reading. I'll read verse 28, join me on verse 29, we'll read down through verse number 35. Then said they unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that ye believe on him whom he hath sent. They said therefore unto him, What sign showest thou then, that we may see and believe thee? What dost thou work? Our fathers did eat manna in the desert. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Uh, title of message, Are You Hungry? And let's ask the Lord to help us now. Father, thank you again uh, for the word of God. Thank you, Lord, for uh, the opportunity to come on Sunday night to church. I'm glad. I know that's uh, it's a thing of the past in many places. But, Father, we're thankful that it's a very important thing of right now for us. And, Lord, I pray you'll meet with us and speak to us. You brought us here for a reason. You've given a preacher the words to preach, a message, an outline. And, Father, I pray now help me as I deliver this. And, Lord, help me do the best I can. And, Lord, which is, is very lacking. But, Lord, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would just speak to us in, in the way I cannot. And, Lord, you get to us in the way I cannot. And uh, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you be moving in this place here tonight. And I pray that we'll go away from here hungry. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. What is one of the ways that you can realize that you're hungry? It's probably your growling of your stomach. Right? A growling of the stomach. The other night we were sitting in the house there and my wife said, was that thunder? I said, no, that was my stomach growling. And uh, I was just teasing about it. It was thunder. It wasn't my stomach growling. And, uh, but, uh, you know, that, that, that's, that's a way we, we know that we're hungry when all of a sudden that stomach starts growling there. Uh, my wife has said to me this sometimes, and she says this quite often to me. She goes, uh, uh, are you hungry? And you know what I'll do? This is how I answer it. What time is it? You say, why? I, I, there's something about this here that, you know, I, I don't know if I'm hungry or not unless I look up at the clock and say, well, it's noon, I'm hungry. <laughs> Isn't that a crazy thing? You know, you, know, you know what that says? I'm not really hungry. If I have to look at the clock, I'm not really hungry. 
But we know our bodies tell us when we're hungry. And, and uh, like I said about the stomach growling. And, but that's the dealing with our physical aspect of life. Uh, we get hungry for something. Maybe you're sitting here right now since I've talked about it. You know, having church a little bit earlier with choir practice and that. And a lot of times, you know, you don't, you just get done with lunch uh, after church Sunday morning. And there's really not time to eat that extra meal, have supper yet. And, and many times I think what we do, we wait till after the service and we have supper or, or have a Baptist snack. And that's, that's in the Bible too somewhere. I haven't found it yet, but I know it's there. And, uh, but, you know, we have, we have that, we, we get hungry. I don't know what it is. I get in the car, I get hungry. I get home, I get hungry. I go on vacation, I get, I get hungry all the time. And uh, it's really the way, way it is. But we, we do get hungry physically. And uh, our bodies let us know that we are hungry. And, uh, uh, but, uh, we, and we know what to do when we get hungry. Uh, we know, well, you go to the kitchen because that's where the food is at. And you go there, you begin to look around and uh, you see what is, what is there for you. Or you go to a restaurant and you get some food there. And, uh, and that's what we do when we're, when we're physically hungry. We know this. When I'm hungry, I go get something to eat, to eat. Now, there's a spiritual side of this hunger, too, that the Lord was talking about here. And we need to be hungry spiritually so that we might take of that food, spiritual food, that God wants us to have. Why, why, is, why is our churches today so, uh, uh, so empty? Because there's no hunger for the spiritual things of life. Uh, I've often said, and, and, and I don't mean it ever mean, and, and I know some folks have taken it that's been mean, but I don't understand why there's more people at a church picnic than there is at a church preaching. Oh, I do know why. Because we're more concerned about filling our bellies than we are our spiritual self. We're concerned about physical. Now, I want you still to come. And I, I think people that would come for a, a picnic but wouldn't come to the service, it might be a way for us to kind of get close to them and get them, get them interested in the things of God. Let them know that we're not a bunch of squirrels. You know, we know what, we're decent people, amen. And it's a good time for us to get together. I'm not against that at all. But it's sad when all of a sudden the, 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 the physical aspect of hunger is more important than the, the spiritual aspect and so where do we go when we're hungry physically? We, like I said, we go to the restaurant, we go to the kitchen. Where do we go when we're hungry spiritually? Well, of course, the answer to that is the Lord Jesus Christ because he's the source that brings us the satisfaction for the hunger that we might have spiritually. And we can come to him for our spiritual nourishment. Uh, I believe that he's the only bread, and that's what he was talking about there. Uh, he said in verse 33, he said, For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. And, of course, we know that, that that's the Lord Jesus. And then he even said it in verse number 35, And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. And so he's the only one that can bring us that bread of life that will satisfy the spiritual aspect of our lives when we hunger. There's no other source where we can feed and be nourished. Nothing else will take the place of that hunger that we might have spiritually. Now, God has made us some promises about being hungry. And uh, I'd like to share, with them, share them with you here a little bit this evening. And one of, one of them is this, a promise to bless those that are hungry. Go with me to Matthew chapter number 5, all right? You're not too far from it. But let's go to Matthew chapter number 5, and, and let's go to verse number 6. 
And, 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 and the Bible tells us here about this, this hunger. Matthew chapter number 5 and verse number 6. The Bible said, now, now here, here, here's, here's the thing. We want, we, want to, uh, we want to have that nourishment, but we've got to hunger for that. Look at verse number 6. Blessed are they which do, here it is, hunger and thirst after what? Righteousness, for they shall be filled. So if we'll get to the place where we're hungering for righteousness, hungering for the things of God, God said, I will fulfill that hunger. God said he'd do it, didn't he? And so I, I know tonight that God can, can, can do that for us. So if we hunger, God will provide for us. I thought of four things here this evening uh, that uh, I, I believe that, that God wants us to hunger about, to have a hunger for. One of them is this, a hunger to serve. Uh, I've said many times that what a blessing it is to be able to be a servant. If we would just get to that place of saying, you know what, God, how can I serve others? We're too concerned oftentimes with being served by other people. But the real joy is not being served. The real joy is being a servant. And, uh, I, and, and, and the only way to understand that is to become a servant. Be willing to do something for someone else. It's always a blessing there. And, but the thing is, we need to hunger. Hunger to be a servant and to serve God. A hunger also for righteous living instead of self-righteousness. We need that hunger. Say, Lord, I, I, I want to hunger after the righteous type of living. And yet, really, that's not something that's done a whole lot anymore. And, and, but it is a hunger that we need. And so what I'm talking about tonight is, is, yes, about fulfilling a hunger, but coming to a place where we are hungry for the right things. You know, uh, you know, sometimes we get hungry for things we shouldn't eat. But, you know, sometimes we're that way spiritually. We hunger for, you know, I want, I, I, I hunger for, let's say this, more music. Now, that's not bad if it's the right kind of music. I mean, we had, we had good, you know, the, the other week there when uh, Brother Early and his family were here. Man, that Sunday night, wasn't that tremendous? But, you know, we can't live on just music. We've got to have the preaching of God's word. Now that helps us hunger. It's kind of like the appetizer. And that Sunday, remember that Sunday night, it was like the appetizer. And then there was the meal of the sermon. And then there was the dessert afterwards. And well, it was all good, wasn't it? And, and, I, and I think, you know, we need to hunger after righteous living instead of self-righteousness. We need to hunger, and I said, number one, to serve God. Number two, to hunger after righteous living. But number three, hunger to be in the house of God. And you say, where's that? That's the church. You know, you know, you know what will really help uh, uh, attendance in church? When we hunger for it. We hunger for it. What gets me up to go to, the, uh, go to the, uh, uh, the kitchen, to the refrigerator? Hunger. When I'm really hungry, I, I, I run in there too. But to hunger after, uh, to be in the house of God. And then this one, number four, is to hunger to be close to God. A hunger to be close to God. You say, well, I know God. Yeah, I know, and I mentioned this morning that the devil knows who God is too. He knows him. He knows him very well. And, uh, but the thing is, a hunger to know God, to get close to God. You see, all these things can happen in our life, but it's going to take us to get hungry for it. You say, well, I wish that I could be close to God. Wishing won't do it. You know, wishing, I, I wish I could serve people better. Well, that's good. That sounds really good. But the thing is, you're never going to do those things till you get to a place in your life where you're hungering for it. You know, kind of an illustration is, you know, if you're home by yourself and you get hungry, 
Sometimes you get hungry, and, and, and let's face it, sometimes our hunger is just in our head and in our mouth. Huh? You ever just say this, I have a taste for? Huh? Now, that doesn't mean you're hungry. you just got a taste for something. Hunger means I'm going to do something about that. And so I think, you know, sometimes we're, we're, we're that way. We, it's just our mouth or our head that's, that's hungry. And sometimes us guys are this way. And since, let's say, let's say, for instance, all right, I'll use myself as, this, as a testimony of this. And maybe none of you are, are guilty of it. But you understand, I think. I think all men will understand this. When a man gets hungry, he looks to somebody to help fulfill that hunger. And I could hear him out there. And <laughs> I hear you, Ryan, brother. You're with me on that one. But you know something? You rely on it. You know, my wife, I'll say, boy, I'm hungry. She goes, what do you want? I've got her trained so well. And she says, what do you want? I go, I don't know. I have a taste for popcorn. She goes, well, we have some down there. You want me to go make you some? Well, that's what I was intended to happen to begin with. I knew there was popcorn down there, but I didn't want to go downstairs and go get the popcorn. But she do it. So what happens sometimes, you know, what, this is what happens. She's gone sometimes coming up. The ladies, you know, their ladies get together thing. They're going to have their, their, what's it, the ladies retreat. Yeah, their retreat, and, which is another word for peace for the husbands. And, uh, but uh, the lady's going to go on the retreat, and, and uh, she'll be gone. I have no daughters at home anymore. My son has left me too. I don't have anybody at home. Do you know when I get hungry what I got to do? I got to do something about it. But I find out this. I'll be in my chair and I'm thinking, man, I'm hungry. And there's a refrigerator. But you know what? I just like, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe she'll be back soon. <laughs> Any testimony, fellas? Huh? She might be back soon. Some of you are saying, you're so stinking lazy. No, I'm just not hungry that hungry yet. <laughs> I think, well, maybe she'll be back soon. And, you know, I'll just, I'll just wait. Maybe she'll get back. And, but, you know, when you get really hungry, and this is what happens when I get really hungry, what I do, I go to the kitchen. I get in there and I get in the refrigerator. I hate looking in the refrigerator. Don't you? Am I, are, are you all listening to me tonight? Uh, you guys are acting like angels, and I know you aren't. But, uh, you know, I, I, I hate looking in the refrigerator. I open that door up, you know, and I'm looking. And then you go to the next row. You go to the next row. Before you know it, you're about standing on your head, huh? And trying to find it. I was looking for jelly the other day, and my wife says, it's in the refrigerator. Now, that helps me, doesn't it? It's in the refrigerator. Well, I got an idea it is. And I go, and there's so many different jars of different little things, and I pull one out. I go, she goes, what kind you want? I want grape. And I pull out something else. I don't know what it was, but uh, I pulled it out. It looked kind of grape to me. And, and one had a six on it. And I thought, why? Is, I said to her, I said, hon, why does this one on top of it have a six? And she said, turn it. And I turned it, and it was a G for grape. Amen? And uh, so I am, I, am, I am helpless. I really am. I'm a helpless person. But when I get hungry, I'll eat jelly that says six on it, amen? And, but when I get really hungry, I go to the kitchen. Now, when she's away here in a couple weeks, I'm telling you right now, I know I'll get hungry, and she won't be there to fix anything for me. But when I get hungry enough, I'll get up off my chair, and I will go in the kitchen, and I will get something to eat because I know where to go to get that food. But it's not going to happen until I really get hungry. Hmm? You know, I'm kind of hungry, but you know, I'll wait. If you can wait, you're not that hungry. Sad to say we're that way spiritually sometimes. Sometimes we're just, we're just not hungry. We'll sit there in church and say, I'm hungry for God. 
Then why don't you get close to them? Because you're not hungry. I want to serve the Lord. Then why aren't you serving the Lord? Because you're not hungry. You see, we need to be really hungry for these four things we're talking about. Serving God, righteous living, church, and close to God. If we get to the place of, I'm hungry for the church, we'll be in church. If we get to the place where, Lord, I just, I hunger to serve you. I, get, I hunger to, for that, that righteous living. I believe that will get, be enough. When we really get hungry for it, it'll be enough to get us up off of our pews and doing something for God. But it's never going to happen as long as someone else gets it for us. You know, I can get up here and preach, and I think you expect me to have a sermon, don't you? And I should. And I give you a sermon, but you know what? Sometimes you need to hunger enough for it to get some yourself out of this book. Hungering for it. I think about, about, about the need for us to hunger. They need to hunger. We as God's people need to hunger for the right things. The problem is we oftentimes fill ourselves with everything else, don't we? Anybody like cookies? Yeah. Man, I love cookies. I know I'm not supposed to have them, but I still love cookies. And, 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 and you know, sometimes I could eat. Remember as a kid, our kids do this sometimes. They eat all the junk food, and then, then you say, all right, supper time, and they go, I'm not what? Hungry. Because they filled up on all kinds of junk. I've taken the boys to Burger King before. They've helped out with the bushes out there, and I take them out to eat afterwards. I'm telling you what, you about have to take a mortgage out to feed these guys. <laughs> and then afterwards, what do we do? We go get ice cream. And I've seen them. I'm thinking, man, they're going to eat up ice cream. But you know what? They're all of a sudden full. And I've seen, them, I've seen them get, they said, we'll get a milkshake. You know why? I figured it out, guys. I figured you guys out. You're so full from Burger King, you don't want to turn down some ice cream so they get a milkshake they can take home with them when they're hungry again. <laughs> but sometimes we fill up on the things of this world when we're not hungry. That's why a lot of folks are not in church. They're full of the world. That's why sometimes we just don't want to serve God because we're too busy wanting to be served. We just don't hunger for it. But God says, I've given you a promise here. He says that, 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 that he'll bless us when we're hungry. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. You see, if we'll get to that place of being, being hungry and, and, and thirsty, then God says, I will give that to you. Secondly, a promise to fill our hearts. A promise to fill our hearts. Listen to this, Acts chapter number 14, verse 17. Nevertheless, he left not himself without witness. That he did and gave us rain from heaven in fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. You know, you know what God can do? He can fill our hearts. You know, I mean, this old world cannot fill your heart with, with, with gladness. You just can't do it. I mean, you might be happy about some things for a while, but real gladness doesn't come from that. You know, where, where God says, I'll fill your hearts with food and gladness. You know, we're too worried, though. I think our problem is we're too worried about our stomachs rather than our hearts. We're, we're worried about the physical things. You know, you, you know what's sad? More people are upset about the economy than they are about the spiritual condition of America. No, I'm telling I'm honestly... I'm concerned about the economy, and I think it stinks. 
And I think, I think Washington, they don't know what they're doing. They're causing a lot of problems for us. And uh, I just, I shake my head. And I think how crazy it is. But you know what bothers me more? It's the spiritual condition that we're in. You know, they, they, say, they talk about all, how many people are all upset about, uh, you know, the economy. And I understand that, but it's amazing, you know, not as many are upset about abortion. We ought to all be upset about that. We ought to be upset that our churches are closing, our churches are empty. Look at all the empty spots in the pews. Not just here, but everywhere. So full of everything else. More, pray, more people pray for food to fill their stomachs than they pray for food for their hearts. Listen to this, Philippians 3.19, whose end is destruction now listen to this carefully. Whose God is their belly and whose glory is in their shame who mind earthly things. You know what the God, <laughs> the important God to most people today is their belly. If I can get food. You know, sometimes people even say this. Well, yeah, I went to church, but I didn't get anything out of it. You're a preacher. You're not feeding me. You know what? I'll not have to spoon feed you all the time. If you get hungry, you'll get something. I believe you come to church. You know, you ever tell the story about the couple came in and said, hey, best sermon I ever heard. That really blessed us, helped our marriage. And the other guy came in and said, worst sermon I ever heard. One was hungry and one was full of everything else. Get hungry for the things of God. Ask God to help you. Ask God to bring that desire in your heart. When we get hungry for spiritual things, God said, you know what I'll do? I will fill you. I will bring you that joy, that comfort, that help. I will fill you where you'll be satisfied. One reason why people don't get saved is because they're more concerned with the body and physical things than the spiritual things. People concerned today about all the things going on in the world, you know, and, their, and even their kids. You know, I, I, think, I think parents need to get hungry for their children to do what's right. But you know what we're hungry for? Oh, that they might, that they might excel in school. I mean, I'm glad. I think kids, you know, guys you know, and girls, do the best you can in school. But I'll tell you what, get close to God more than you do best in school. I believe that will help you the most. I want kids, our kids to grow up loving God. Uh, you know, you may not make lots of money, but if you do, just remember me. All right? I'm not so concerned about them growing up making lots of money. I, I want them to grow up serving God. You know, it thrills me when I hear about kids who went to school in, in our school and they're, they're serving God. Well, that's a blessing. That's what it's all about. But it never happens until we get hungry for the things of God. Sadly, some... Uh, sometimes we, 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 as Christians, are just like this world. A lot of people don't get saved because of the physical things that they want instead of spiritual things. But sadly, Christians are pretty much the same way. We forget the spiritual things and we begin to believe and talk about and try to desire or to fulfill the desire of the flesh. God wants us to fill ourselves with his spirit. Fill me. That will be our prayer tonight. Oh, Holy Spirit, fill me. I mean, there's nothing wrong for us to go home and eat a sandwich after the service or have a meal or any time. It's not wrong for us to fill our stomachs when we get hungry, but it's, it's wrong for us not to fill ourselves spiritually with the things of God. He wants to fill our hearts. 
and he satisfies our hunger. Did you notice what he said there in verse number 35, if you're still there in John chapter 6? And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. In other words, when you start feeling hungry, God will give you the food you need. But you've got to be hungry first. And only Jesus can satisfy the hungry. We must become hungry. Uh, when I think about this, when a person becomes, you know, a lot of people have problems in life, and, and Christians do too, don't they? I mean, there's difficulties we run into in life, and but understand this: when one's lonely, physical food won't take care of it. You know, if you're lonely and say, "Man, I just feel so empty and I so lonely," you, you can go and eat all the food you want to, but that won't satisfy you. But you know what? Only Jesus can satisfy because he's the bread of life. The lonely try everything else. They try of the world. Well, if I find some friends of the world, I, I find someone else to take that place in, in my life and to feel that. No, you see, the one that will take that place and bring that satisfaction and help you stop from being lonely is the Lord Jesus Christ. When, it's, when you're restless and feel so empty... You know what, the thing is, you're hungry for something. And I'm going to let you know now, the world is not going to satisfy you. The world's not going to do it. You say, but I just, I just feel like, you know, I'm, I'm lacking there and I, and I need some help and it just seems so empty. Well, the world's not going to help you at all. When you lack a purpose and meaning in life, there's a lot of people like that today. You know, one of the things, and I hate even talking about it because I don't want people to even think about it. One of the big problems in America today is suicide. You know what the problem is? People, they're lacking a purpose and a meaning in life. They go, what is life? Let me tell you something. This old world will, will mess you up, but Jesus Christ will fill your life or your life will be worthwhile. You know, a person that commits suicide is selfish. Again, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just being honest with you. It's a selfish thing. They think that'll satisfy everything. Now, now what happens? They're going to die, but the thing is, there's going to be a lot of broken hearts left behind. How many kids, how many wives or husbands, and how many, how many grandkids and, and friends and, and church folks that, be, that, that are devastated because of a life that is taken? It doesn't have to happen if they get hungry for the right things. You know, people committed suicide because they've lost everything because they thought that everything would make them happy. But Jesus is the one that's able to do that. He's the bread of life. Jesus was in the wilderness one day, tempted by Satan back in Luke chapter number 4. The devil came along and tempted him. Now, remember, Jesus had not eaten for 40 days and 40 nights. I don't know about you, but I have trouble going 40 minutes, amen. But the Lord went 40 days and 40 nights. You say, you believe that? Well, the Bible says so, I believe it. Well, now, do you think he was hungry? He was man. He was the God-man, but he was hungry, I'm sure. And what happened? The devil came along. He had not eaten for 40 days, 40 nights. The devil came along, and he said this. He said, if, if thou be. You know, stinking devil. He's trying to, you know, say, if thou be. You know, he was. But he said, if thou be the Son of God, command this stone to be made bread. The devil came along and said, you know what you need? You need a loaf of bread. Just make that stone some bread. Jesus didn't do it because he didn't need that bread. Whether it was changed into a loaf of wonder bread or anything else, that's not what would satisfy there. 
But the devil said, you know what the devil's trying to do? He's trying to say, hey, you need to feed yourself physically. Jesus said, no, it's the spiritual things. The spiritual things. The devil was saying, make some physical bread and you'll be okay. But Jesus had the right answer. He said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. Then what? By every word of God. That's what will satisfy. The bread that we need, Jesus said, you can't go by the bread of this world. That's why the world today, people, even Christians are losing their minds. They're running to psychiatrists and everybody else, you know. They're taking popping all kinds of pills because they can't handle anything. Let me tell you something. God's children can have the food that God has for us that will bring us that, 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 that comfort and that, that peace in our hearts. But we've got a hunger for that. We're so hungry for the things of the world instead. I was at a house this past week. I think I mentioned it about on Wednesday night. And um, on Tuesday night, we were out, we were out soul winning. Reese was my partner. And, and uh, we went up to a house, and a guy came to the door. And, and just walking up to the house, I knew this is not good news here. Because that porch was full of beer cans and liquor bottles. And I, I haven't seen a lot where there's a lot of bottles of liquor. But these were all empty, too. So he drank them all. We had boxes of the, didn't he say, just boxes of, of bottles there of liquor and cans. And then I looked, and he was in the, it was in the kitchen there sitting at the counter. And, and I looked at the floor, and it was just, just filthy, dirty. And on that floor was smashed beer cans all over the floor. That man needs something. He hungers for something, and he's trying to find it in his liquor. And it leaves him empty. You know, people today are trying to think, well, if we just, we just have more, more uh, uh, drugs. You know, they're legalizing marijuana because they think that's going to make it better. It's going to make it worse. Because that's not what we need. We need the Lord. And I looked and I thought of that house, and I've been thinking about that man all week long. And I thought, you know, he was looking for his liquor to fulfill a need, a space in his life that only Jesus Christ can fill. We talked to him and asked him, if you die, do you go to heaven? No, I don't know. But you know what? He, I'm sure he looked at every one of them bottles thinking that's going to help me. And it hasn't. He looked at every one of them cans and thought, you know, maybe that's the answer. And right there on that porch was the answer that we had in the Word of God. That Jesus could save him and satisfy his soul. And as far as I know, he's not saved. He did take the track. But most likely tonight, you know what he's doing? He's still looking. He's swallowing something to try to bring him that peace. Oh, it'll knock him out, but it ruins his life. The fact of the matter is, he had nobody else, did he? There was no family. He was just a drunk. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying this. There's no need for that. If he would just get hungry for the Lord. And tonight, you may not look to liquor and drugs or the things of this world. You're in church on a Sunday night, but I want to ask you this tonight. Are you hungering for the bread of life in your life? Are you hungry for him? Do you want what he has for you? Do you want more of the word of God? Do you want to serve him? Do you want, I mean, I mean we just need to get to the place where we're hungering. As I read in, earlier on in Matthew Chapter 5, verse number 6 said, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, 
because he made us a promise. He said, for they shall be filled. When I'm at home and my wife's gone and I want something to eat, I can put it off until I really get hungry. I go into the refrigerator and I find something. And I'll cook it up or fix it up, make a sandwich or something. And you know what? Then I get full physically. But it doesn't happen until I get hungry. If tonight we'd get hungry for the things of God. I mean, I mean, I think the Lord, the song's blessed us tonight. But we need to hunger for those things. Every one of those songs had a message. We need to hunger for it. You know what we ought to do right after the service? I know you're all thinking right now about eating. You know what we ought to start doing? Hungering for the next time we get together. We ought to hunger to serve God. Who can I witness to this week? Oh, God, help me. I just hunger for those things. God said, here, here's the thing. If we go and we're not being filled with those things, it's because we're not hungering. Because God made us the promise. Blessed are they which do hunger. Uh, are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. So if we hunger and thirst, then God says they shall be filled. So I have to say this. If I'm not filled, I'm not hungering and thirsting after it. And my wife would tell you this. If you're really hungry, you'll do something about it. Isn't that true? Now, you can buy bread at the store, and you can buy all kinds. I was thinking you could buy wheat bread, rye bread, rice bread, barley bread, corn bread, and even potato bread. Let me tell you something. None of that bread will satisfy you spiritually. It's the bread of Jesus Christ, that bread that he has for us, where we'll never hunger and thirst again. But we're never going to get it till we hunger for it. You think about this. People don't get saved till they hunger for that salvation. You go, yeah, I'd like to be saved. But what happens? They, they're not really, they don't hunger for it. If we get to the place, if you're here this evening and you say, I don't even know I'm saved. You know what? If you get to a place where you're really hunger to be saved, you're going to get saved. And tonight, I wonder, Christian, what, what are you filling yourself up with physically? You're more concerned about the physical aspect? Oh, what's the economy doing? I don't know, but I'm asking you this. What spiritually are you doing today? How are you doing spiritually? You know, we say, man, the economy is tanking. Well, you know what? A lot of Christians are tanking spiritually, drifting away, dropping off. You know, don't, don't we sometimes go, you know, I know we're so-and-so. Quit hungering. Tonight, are you hungry? I hope you're hungry for the spiritual things. Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you so much again for this time tonight. Lord's simple, simple message. But very powerful when we stop and think about it. That we need to get to a place where we hunger and thirst after righteousness. Father, we could be better servants for you. We could, we could be better participators in the work of God. And God, we could be more faithful if we would just get hungry for it. Father, we just, oh, it's, it's nice to snack on the things spiritually. But Father, we need to get to a place where we hunger for them. And thank you, God, that you made us a promise that we will never thirst again. We'll never hunger again. You will satisfy us when we hunger. With our heads bowed, our eyes closed this evening. Maybe God spoke in your heart. 
Maybe you're here tonight, you're not sure you're saved. Well, if you want to be saved, you've got a hunger for that salvation, and he will give it to you. Maybe tonight, some area we talked about, we gave you four different areas there tonight. Will you, will you think about that and say, God, help me to hunger for it? The title of the message is the, me- is the message itself, Are You Hungry? And if we're not talking about spiritual things. We know about that. Are you hungry for the spiritual things? Maybe tonight, every one of us ought to say, God, help me to be hungry for you. Father, bless this invitation time now. I pray if there's somebody here not saved, they would come and trust you as their Savior. Lord, I pray for Christians this evening, Lord, that we would be willing to come to you and say, Lord, help me be hungry. Lord, I want to hunger and thirst after these things. And Lord, I know this, that if I will, you will satisfy me with these things. Father, do what's needed in our lives tonight. And bless this invitation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.